No imminent Saturday matinee rescue, just the glaring, mind-boggling truth that you must face, a journey on which you must embark whose destination will leave you raw, out of control, despairing in a bottomless pit with no ladder out. Only the power of God's love. His refusal to let death or anything else separate you from Him will drag you from that pit and bring you to a place that will enable you to feel again. Without that love, the darkness of the pit will consume you. Forever. If you've picked up this book, there is a good chance that you are desperately searching for some answers, some information, an explanation that will help as someone you love or possibly even yourself is faced with death and dying. Perhaps your family, as ours was, has just been told that short of a miracle, there is no hope of recovery. Suddenly, you are facing hard decisions and choices, all of which you never thought you would have to make or be able to make. You may decide that hospital care or a nursing home is your best, maybe your only option. Then again, you may decide that hospice care is preferable in your unique situation. And unique it is. People who face such devastating news must make those decisions for themselves. I cannot tell you what choice to make. I can only share with you the path that my family and I took. For many, it might seem like the road less traveled, but it was my daughter's choice to make, and we supported her in it. Right now, you are probably feeling that no one could possibly understand what you are experiencing, and in most cases, you would be right. You may have sought in vain for answers in books that seemed to offer only platitudes. Well-meaning friends may be telling you that what you are facing is God's will, as if that were supposed to ease all your doubts, pain, and suffering. I'm convinced that our loving God wants only good for His children. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. What happens? When there is no hope and no future, he may allow evil a free reign for a season, but evil is not from God. He certainly could heal any disease, but he may choose not to. Why would he choose not to? A question I asked myself repeatedly. I don't know the answer, but I do know we see but a snippet of the whole plan of God. We cannot possibly fathom his ultimate plan for his creation. And so, we are left sometimes with situations so unbearable that only because of God's amazing grace can we possibly come through them. At times, it is such a lonely, frightening walk. For years, my literature students frequently asked, Why do we have to read this work? I always told them what I will now share with you. I'm convinced that the most compelling and powerful aspect of a work of fiction or nonfiction is that in the careful reading of it, we find we are not alone. The human condition is such 
that there is nothing we are facing that someone before us has not experienced. Validation of this discovery through reading that we are not alone in life's unimaginable universal experiences can bring some sanity, courage, and gratitude for those who left a footprint on the path that may direct our way and comfort our hearts. Since we all ultimately face death, my prayer for you is that through reading Lisa's story, you may receive increased strength for the journey. The path that she chose was not an easy one. Often those of us who had the privilege of caring for her had no clue if we were doing the right thing. That amazing grace that God poured out on all of us was the only anchor that prevented us from being swept away by our anger, our grief, our exhaustion, our doubts, and our despair.